Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 15. If you count all of them for some wacky reason, it's 254 episodes. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. Britt, we're back after our bye week. Yeah, I, I apologize to everybody. I've had, since I got back from my trip, work has been hellish, and it's having an effect on my anxiety. And last week, I was just like, Craig, I can't. I just, I, I want to... <laughs> the, the, the spirit is strong, the will is strong, but the mind is weak. I don't know, something along those lines. And Craig was like, screw it, let's take a week off. He, I think your exact words were, the NFL gets a bye week, why don't we? <laughs> That's right. That's what I said, and, damn it. <laughs> and I completely understand that. But so, for, but those of you who were like, wait, wait the hell are my fig nuts, namely Deb, <laughs> um, we, we apologize. We, we, took a, we took a week off, but we are back. We are, we are back, and let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? So I am drinking another can, and I put this on Instagram. Another can of I already poured this in the glass too. Uh, Phoenix of the Phoenix Beer Project from Aspatuck. Uh, I This is a can of. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. a long name of Itchy's Last Ride Pumpkin Spice Ale. And, and you have one of two of these in the fridge for me, correct? I have a four pack of you. A four-pack oh, of you, a four-pack in the fridge for you. There's a full For sentence. you! Four-pack for you! Okay. Cool. Awesome. Just remember what, just remind me what, later when I have to Venmo you. <laughs> but um, this is probably one of my favorite uh, pumpkin beers this year. Really? So you, you've tried it already? Yes. Yes. Okay. So short st- short story here. Last year, Craig and I met for a beer at Aspatuck, and they had just tapped their pumpkin ale. And I was not a fan. Right. So this year, this the Phoenix Project, which I don't know if it's an offshoot or if it's something, um, if it's a different brewer. What's yeah, deal? so they they made their that same pumpkin beer we had last year. We they made it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who haven't had it, it's it's not bad. But if you're looking for, it was more cinnamon than, and it was very light. The pumpkin? flavor was light. Yes. it was a very light flavored. And you know, I like when I when I have a beer that's got spice in it, I want to be struck by that spice that's just me and this was just much more kind of like this was a whisper of pumpkin spice in a in a nice even lager so but what you're telling me is the one you're drinking right now the one from phoenix project is different uh it is different is definitely more more spiced and a little bit more vanilla-y oh Um, i'm gonna love it i'm gonna love it all right i gotta figure out time to come and get that from you i am drinking a rosemary's baby because last week I said I need to have Rosemary's baby around Halloween. Hold on. Uh, right. Uh, uh, there we go. I had to pop it open. Um, and I couldn't find it anywhere. That's so weird. Like every liquor store. Does, remember this happened last year? Yes, I do. <laughs> Our wives got together to carve pumpkins, and you and I went on like a five liquor store. Oh, that's hunt. Right. And then remember the the guy was the guy was stocking like holiday ale. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that part. We went looking for pumpkin ale. And we came back with holiday ale. You bought a case had, of it. I, I did. I buy a case that day. Yes. Okay, I believe it. I, if you say I, I, that, doesn't, that definitely sounds like me. So, and I usually do buy a case at some point. Um, but yeah. So yeah. So we went. So this year, when I started to not find it, I was like, "Screw this! I'm going to two roads." So I drove to two roads and I walked in. And I just went straight to the cooler and bought two six packs and shoved them in my fridge. So I still got a couple left. Nice. So I'll be drinking that tonight. So, uh, all right, great. Let's go with the burning hot take. <laughs> Craig, would you like to give or would you like to receive? I'll receive. 
Okay, so I'm going to start off with, you know what, I'm just going to ask this point blank. This is going to be off the top of my head. I'm not going to list them out or anything. The trade deadline passed today. Yeah. What one big move happened that you were just like, that's a great thing? Hmm. Wow. Let me, let, give me, give me like 30 seconds. Let me see. Yeah, you want to take a quick look at them? All right, so let yeah. me give you my answer first while you okay. do that. Because there's, for me, it was Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. And yes, I'm a Chiefs fan. Yes, I am biased. But Kadarius Tony wanted out of New York. That was pretty freaking clear. <laughs> yeah, or he was, he was hurt all the time, allegedly. Uh, and that's the thing, <laughs> allegedly, because he put up that cryptic tweet after he went, after he passed his physical, because people were like, dude's not going to pass his physical. Hmm. He's He's been hurt literally 16 of the last 17 weeks, you know, and, and then he passed his physical and they put like, how is this possible? And he tweeted something cryptic, like, it's amazing how good you feel when you're somewhere you want to play or something like that. It was something very cryptic. And I was just like, damn, homie just threw shade. That was massive shade thrown at the Giants. So that one was the big, the big one for me. I think I think that if you guys are still and I apologize, I was a big Sky Moore supporter. If you're still holding on to Sky Moore, if it's not Dynasty, it's time to move on. If you're holding <laughs> on to Sky Moore in a redraft, this is this is the nail in the coffin on Sky Moore's 2022 campaign. This is it. So, how about you? Anything on your end that's sticking out? Um, for me, I think it's going to be probably the probably the Bradley Chubb trade for. Um, between the Dolphins and the Broncos, okay, because uh, the Dolphins are getting one. are getting Chubb and a fifth round draft pick, and the Broncos are getting Chase Edmonds, and I think Chase Edmonds will finally have, which at this point might be his last opportunity to prove he's the running back people thought he was going to be, like me, especially in Denver, because Denver tends to have good running backs on like a regular basis. Um, and they got two, and they got a first round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick in 2024. So the thing with Chase Edmonds has always been his knees, right? He's got bad knees and we know he's got bad knees. And you know, it's always it's always been around about how long will Chase knee, Chase's knees hold out. And that's, you know, I I don't know the answer to that question, but I think that is really the big the, the question the reason why people have Chase Edmonds has been so inconsistent when he's feeling good and he's healthy he looks really freaking good, but he just he just can't he can't stay healthy and it's so disappointing. All right, I'm looking at so the, the, and and a quick side one. I'm gonna do a bonus one tonight really quick because I, I do have a second one that I really want to ask you about. But did you get a chance to see our contributor Sean sent us a single game parlay pick? For tomorrow night's game. I did. I like it. I do too. And I'm trying to put it on DraftKings. Yeah. And it's telling me that in order to, it's, it's not giving me anywhere near the odds it's giving him. Maybe he, the, he, maybe he had a boost from uh FanDuel. I don't, where, I have boosts too. Where's my boosts? No. <laughs> All right. Screw it. I'll do it after the, after the thing. But like it's, it gave him plus 1200. It's giving me like plus 800. That must be a boost I'm missing. I had to explain how boost worked for him on freaking DraftKings last week, and that was fun. So, anyway, yeah, DraftKings right, isn't but, as user friendly compared to FanDuel. You know what? I I I agree, but I like the DraftKings interaction better. I don't know what it is. Maybe That's fair. I don't know. It, it's just I just feel I personally find it to be cleaner. But yes, 
if I'm picking up a phone, if I'm picking up two phones for the first time, I'm making the same bet on FanDuel faster than I'm making it on DraftKings. Yes, exactly. It's just, it's just an easier experience. All right, what have you got for me tonight? Um, <clears throat> so tonight for me, um, I had two things. Um, do I want that one? One. If you had two things, why the hell did I go first? I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, do you think? All right. So really, my question is, and this is this goes back to what the source said in our thread. Are the Eagles really as good as their record? Okay, so I I have to I have to respectfully <laughs> bow out of this question. You know this, right? Because if you listen to us, you know, know. during the preseason, I was like nine and a half wins. Oh my god, I'm putting my house on the under. I'm going to fucking Disneyland. Well, there's still I was there's still you know they it's it's seven, so you got three left. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I've got two. Two. I've got two. The third one. So uh, they've got they've got ten games left, and I need them to lose seven of the eight of the ten games. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it, it it yes, it's also possible I'm going to become the next senator from the state of Connecticut, but that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think there's better odds of me becoming a senator than them losing eight of their next ten. So I, I every time I see the the Eagles, they look good, but I can't. I I with all due respect and and out of out of admiration for the fact that I'm an idiot when it came to this bet. I can't judge the Eagles. So I, my take would be, yeah, I think they're as good as they look, but I, I, I'm no authority. I have to be honest. I am just not an authority on the Eagles. My, my only thing with the Eagles is I'm still, I'm still scarred by that terrible playoff game they had where they looked like they never played football before because they were good last year. I mean, they probably weren't this good, but they were good. And then they made it to the playoffs, you know, and then they got to the playoffs and play the game against, was it Tampa? Mm-hmm. And they just look terrible, like absolutely yeah. terrible. So, so I don't know. Oh, <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there's so many things that are happening this year that are just scratch your head, kind of like, like the Bucks being as bad as they are. I, I just I don't understand. I really don't. I really don't understand it. But. Um, all right, on to the good, the bad, and the ugly. I should tell you guys up front, too, there is no America's Favorite Game this week. It's sad. Do you know why? Why? Because there's not a single line over 50 or under 40. What? Every game this week is between 40 and a half and 49 and a half. Well, what's the 40? Every oh, wait, are, what's the, even the Chiefs? Or, like, are they a 49 yes. and a half? I don't remember. I already closed the window in disgust. Hold on, I'll bring it back. <laughs> I had it, I looked at it, and I went, oh, frick this. That's where I was trying to place my uh, my bet there. NFL sports book because I do use the DraftKings line. All right, you want to know who? Just just out of curiosity, you want to know who the high ones are? Sure. Uh, forty nine and a half Chargers Falcons. Okay. Oh, there is one game under forty, but it's Colts Patriots, and nobody cares. So except for Cinch, uh, <laughs> Packers Lions is a forty nine and a half. Okay. Seahawks Seahawks Cardinals is a forty nine and a half, mm-hmm. and that's it. The chief total is not on my screen. They they are playing this week. Oh, there they are. Forty six. Ooh, forty six. That feels like an opportunity for the over. Hmm. That sounds like it. <laughs> also, the Bucks are minus three against the Rams. Oh, really? Based on what I've yeah, based on what I've seen, I'm taking the Rams plus three easy. Wait, 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 wait. The Rams are three point underdogs to the Bucks? 
I don't know. Are they? Are the Rams really <laughs> playing that badly that they're plus three? Um, I mean, the Rams don't. They don't look good, like at all. The Bucks, though. That just goes along the line we're talking the, about with Philly, though, right? Yeah, I think the I think the Rams. I think that because of what the Rams did last year, I think they look worse than the Bucks. But Bucks look bad because they have Tom Brady. If you put, right. if you put, I don't know. Pick a random quarterback. Put them on the Bucks. Are they as bad? I don't know. Which one of your cats is meowing? Oh, that's meow. Sorry. Oh, the injured <laughs> one. Don't be sorry. The poor <laughs> thing's hurt. It's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's Uh-oh. she she's on week four of having a splint, and she is very unhappy about it, and has to be locked in a room. So. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because the. All right. That's her own fault. Not that the not that things. Not that she should be blamed for having a broken foot. But that cat is not smart enough to realize when my foot is broken, I shouldn't try jumping places. <laughs> that's true. That That's, that's true. the problem. The broken foot is the problem. The problem is the cat's like, fuck it, walk it off. <laughs> Pretty <No>. much. <laughs> that, that cat's a bit of a badass bitch. Just to say yeah, it right no, off. No, she is. She is. And I think that's her problem. <laughs> that's exactly the problem. That's exactly the problem. She's the, she's the old school guy who gets up and goes, rub some dirt on it, you pansy, and walks off to like the next play while somebody is going, oh, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> pretty much. That, that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, all right. So, no America's favorite game this week. The, the last question I have for you earlier today, um, Daniel Snyder hired the Bank of America in their securities division. <laughs> to explore potentially selling pieces of, or possibly even the entirety of um, the Washington Commanders. Wait, how do you sell pieces of a team? Oh, easily. There's a, there's a, um, there's an LLC on listed on, I think it's the New York stock exchange where you can buy a small percentage of the Boston Celtics. (laughs) No kidding. I I shit you not. Like one share is equal to one one millionth of a percentage of the Boston Celtics, but you can technically own a piece of the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I did not years. know that. That's pretty. So you can you can you can share. Pretty, that's why most people say, "Oh, this guy's the owner." No, no, no. no. This guy's the majority owner. <laughs> he owns the largest chunk of the company. A lot of the places, a lot of the, the, the professional teams are owned by multiple entities at different percentages, but mm-hmm. one guy probably owns like 60%, you know? I mean, yeah, that, I mean the Mets look used at to the, do that all the time. Uh, look at the Packers. Like, they, like they're owned by the fans. That Well, there, I believe, I think there's something like, and I'm, I'm making this up because I'm not 100% sure. It's like a 90-10 split where like 10% of their value is invested on behalf of the town and the other 90% is actually physically held by the town, but the town sell sold like a tiny percentage of the team just for investment purposes. And I could be wrong. And I could be thinking someplace else, but that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. Man, the taxes in green Bay must be minimal. I, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, fre- <laughs> like freaking Jersey sales alone must pay for their entire school system. Yeah. It's not like green Bay is a metropolis guys. <laughs> that's true. It's not a, it's, I don't think it's that large of a place. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look it up. The population of Green Bay. Population Green Bay, Wisconsin is 107,000 people. Wait, 107,000? Yes. That's a fifth of what's in Milwaukee. <laughs> That's half of Buffalo. Buffalo ain't exactly bustling either. 
say that three times fast. And they've got half of Buffalo. <laughs> so I guess we should all move to Green Bay for Done. free stuff. All right. I, you know, I don't know. Anyway, my last. So Daniel Snyder is hiring Bank of America okay. to potentially talk about selling the Washington Commanders. Yep. Pick whatever angle you want on this. What sticks out to you about this announcement? Mm-hmm. That I think he's, I think that he's bracing himself and the commanders as a company for like more lawsuits, especially since he, especially, I don't think he was joking when he said he was going to release other stuff about other owners. Like I fully think he, I think he has every intention of doing that. So I think this is just a way to brace the commanders as a company um, in case that happens. That's entirely possible. I mean, my fir- my first reaction was along those lines as well. Was like, he's been sitting there whispering about having dirt. And Robert Kraft walked up to him at the end of the owner's meeting and pulled out his phone and went, Hey, listen, just, just out of curiosity, is that you without any pants and the clown mask? <laughs> because, Dan, if you're going to talk about shit on us, I mean, that looks like you and the clown mask. And that'd be really crappy if that got out. <laughs> Do you really think these guys don't walk around with insurance policies against each other? Oh, I'm sure they do. So they have did to, Dan Snyder <laughs> did Dan Snyder walk into that room? It is. It's exactly it's like one of those old movies where all the gangsters pull out guns and just point them at each other in a gigantic circle. You know, everybody's got two guns and they're pointing at somebody else in the room. Yep. And they're just <laughs> looking around like, Yeah, come on, man, come on. It's what that's the feeling I get from the NFL owners. They're all just nobody there is your friend. And nope. just, so did you really think you were going to stroll into the room and go, you guys better be nice to me because I got shit on you <laughs> and not think that they were going to sit there and go, okay, you get the new guy. <laughs> shit on us. <laughs> Dude, I've got a terabyte on you. <laughs> Dude, I, I had shit on you before you finished owning the team. <laughs> you know, you got me in a massage parlor. Great. I got you running massage parlors. You know, I mean. <laughs> That was my first reaction. But the second reaction to me was something I think a lot of people are going to overlook. He hired Bank of America. He did. Bank of America was fined $225 million just this July for deceptive practices and prepaid card programs. They were fined $727 million in 2014 because of illegal credit card practices. <laughs> Listen, they... Everyone can't be a Wells Fargo and giving people just random accounts they didn't ask for. So, and that, that's really my point. So, you are the probably the least reputable owner in the game. You have since, and, and that's that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. You've had cheerleader controversies. You've had sexual harassment lawsuits. You had to change your team name twice. Was it because? Twice? Well, they went from the Redskins to the football team, and then to oh, the Commanders. Oh, that's right. I count that as twice. You had to change your name twice. You, Everybody who works for you slams you on your way out the door. And so in an effort to try and protect yourself and your company, you hire one of the most fined banks in American history. <laughs> Who's heading up this search? Like, did you get somebody out of prison? <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, I'm like, who's heading up this search? I, that was that was what struck me. My first reaction was, "Yep, this has something to do with all of the problems they've had, all the things." But then my second one was, "You really chose this bank 
They've got a billion dollar in fines in the inside the last ten years. Over a billion dollars. They've got more fines than the Powerball jackpot tonight. Is that tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's Wednesday. Did you buy your Powerball tickets? I didn't. Sad. I'll remember you when I win. <laughs> that can I quick side story because we do have time tonight. We yeah, have extra yeah, time. Yeah. I want to tell you and our audience a quick story. So I was watching football with Sean this weekend because I, I typically get together with our contributor, Sean, on Sundays when he's available. And we were joking about what we would do if we won Powerball. Okay. Very simply, my wife and I have always had a plan entitled We Disappear. <laughs> I've seen too many shows on cable about how somebody finds out you won the lottery and they all come knocking at your door looking for handouts. You know, give me $10 million to start my business, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. We would disappear. My brother would probably know where we would be. I'd use a burner cell phone for contact with all you all. And I explained, we've talked about this plan in detail, my wife and I. We have discussed this as a kind of a joke, but a semi-true joke in detail. I shared it with Sean, and he was offended. <laughs> you're going to disappear on me? You're not going to be like my friend anymore? Wow. And I'm like... It's not that I don't want to be your friend. It's that it's risky. He goes, no, no, you're, you're telling you're basically walking out on everybody who, who gives a damn about you. Wow. And I, was just, <laughs> I was just like, oh, harsh. Wow. Um, and, 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 and me being the complete asshole. The only thing I could think to say is, well, don't worry. I'm going to make sure you get some money. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, because I really worry about the money instead of being able to watch football with you and shit. Wow. I, I felt so small. Even his wife, Stephanie's looking at me like, damn, you just got owned, son. My husband damn. just owned your ass. I felt so bad. <laughs> I'm just like, I did. It was so de- uh, I was like, I, I'm like, I'm sorry I won a billion dollar lottery and wanted to live a life. I... No, and you, you, all you do is you just handle, you just handle, yeah, you just handle it. By making Tom your PR person, and you don't worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, people who don't know our friend Tom, he's married to our long-term listener Deb. Hi, Deb. And and Tom would be like, pick up the. Tom's just one of those guys. He's blunt. He does not care for your shit, and we love <laughs> him for that. So he pick up the phone. Hello. No, I'm not Brit. Yeah, I know where he is. Let me tell you where you can find him. One, two, three. Fuck off, street, and hang up. That's the kind of guy that Tom is. <laughs> You know that, and and and, and he would, and I I would gladly pay him for every time he did it. <laughs> I would, I mean, I would sit there on a, I would sit there on a beach with him somewhere, just chilling out and having some beverages. And every time the phone rang and he told somebody off, I just hand him a bill. Here you go. <laughs> Here's another hundred bucks because it, it it's not only just useful, but it's entertaining. That's true. So that's true. All right, moving on to the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, I, if I win, if I win Powerball, it'll be Craig and somebody else next week because I'll be. <laughs> It'll probably be a very angry Sean. <laughs> Sean, is just freaking left. Yeah. I don't know. He's a jerk. Or or, anyway. or Britt wins twenty dollars and he's here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That the, the numbers. The ho- Halloween was the last drawing. Yeah. And the Powerball was thirteen on Halloween. Oh. Which is not only an unlucky number, but it's thirty-one backwards. That's so true. So October thirty-first, it was thirteen. Ironically enough, 13 was also one of the numbers drawn in the regular line, which is probably nobody ever bets the same number twice. Like Powerball or and do line. they? Well, they didn't bet 13 on Halloween. So <laughs> All right, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some good, bad and ugly. So this is where Craig and I discuss the week that's been. We talk about something good. We talk about something bad. We talk about something downright ugly. Craig, what do you got that was good this week? 
good this week is that can we all just finally admit to it and I've been saying this that Tony Pollard is better than Zeke he had a phenomenal I game can't argue phenomenal game he helped me beat Sean in fantasy he he was pretty much the everything back because he also catches and I think he's I think at the point the Cowboys are at now he needs to be much much more involved um than Zeke is because Zeke has mm-hmm. not been the same person since he had COVID like I told everybody two years ago but yeah yep Yep, I can't disagree with that. I used Tony Pollard as a cheap option in a cheap at 6,100 in my DFS lineups this week, and he cut to 6x. <laughs> so you can't really argue with that. So um, uh, my, my good this week, my good this week was the Miami Dolphins. Um, Detroit came out the gate super freaking strong. Uh, it was 14 nothing, and the first thing I reached for my cell phone. Like, like with purpose, I see that it comes up on the screen. It's 14, nothing. I reach for my cell phone and Sean looks at me and goes, who are you texting? I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to go put money on the dolphins because the in-game line is going to shift and the dolphins are probably going to win this game. And if they are not even, they're probably going to, they're probably going to cover. I pick up my phone and all of a sudden it's dolphins plus six. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the dolphins are going to win this game. I'm going to take the dolphins plus six. And so I, I, I put that money on. So the Dolphins, I, I was completely wrong. I have to admit it. I was completely wrong on Tua and Tyreek Hill in Miami. Tua has played fantastically as long as he's not concussed. I, I just, I, I was wrong. I had no faith in them. I was wrong. The end. So that's my good this week. What do you got that was bad? What was bad this week? Uh, the bad for me this week is I really, and because we mentioned Sean before, I really just don't know what the Bears are doing. The Bears, like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just that's really, I just I sound like like you know a, a broken record, but they look completely like they have no offense. They just look mm-hmm. lost. They're trading people away. You know they're supposed to be in this rebuilding year or years because they have more draft picks now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know is Justin Fields part of that plan? Because sometimes I don't. I feel like Justin Fields is just there as a placeholder. Like I yeah. feel like, you know, and, so. And, you know, when we, we started talking on our, our, our thread, on our text thread about this, you remember, you saw what Sean's reaction was. I hope Fields is part of the plan, is what he said. And that just shows you, you know, they he was all about Justin Fields when they drafted him. Oh, he's the future. He's going to be fantastic. Now we're just going to build around him. Now all of a sudden it's, I hope Fields is still here in a year or two. And I don't think that's necessarily – Justin Fields hasn't been tremendous as a quarterback. He's got great legs. He's got great pocket sense when he gets outside the pocket. He's a good runner. But he's not great in the pocket. And he's not good at sensing pressure. And he's not good as ti- – his timing is not good at getting a ball out quickly. He overthinks everything because of his legs. But I, I think Sean really likes him and wants him to stay there. And he's not confident now that he's going to be. Yeah, I don't think – at this at this rate, I don't think he's there past his rookie – contract possibly possibly for me the bad this week was the pittsburgh steelers yes you ran into philly yes we just talked about that philly is one of the best teams we think it we think based on what we're seeing philly is a really strong team but the bottom line is you put up 13 points against the freaking steelers i'm sorry against the freaking eagles and you let them run up 35 on you that is absolutely inexcusably bad 
the Pittsburgh Steelers are bad. I don't even think they're in rebuild. I think they're in like planning mode. They're not rebuilding the team. They hired an architect, and the architect is currently drawing plants. <laughs> and that, that they're just bad. The Steelers are bad. Now, what about the ugly? Because I have a feeling we might go to the same place on this. What was ugly for you this week? Uh, because I'm just disappointed that. Listen, I know the like the last um to say two four two eight the last four seasons, the Bengals have only won one game versus the Browns. Fine. Oh jeez. I, I get it. Whatever. Plus, it's a divisional game, so whatever. Fine. I know. But I'm just, I am annoyed and upset because the Bengals spent a very large amount of money, quote unquote, upgrading their offensive line. And the way it looks right now, his line doesn't look much better than the line that got them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just weird that, like, against the Falcons, they had a good game. Burrow threw for, like, what, 400 and something yards. Like, he don't think he was sacked. And then they played the Browns, and it's, t- it's terrible. And the Browns have the Browns have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league, so I don't understand why that the their offensive mindset was, we need to do this, this fancy play-action stuff and have drawn-out plays, and we know our offensive line can't block that long when we should just run. I just don't. Yeah. I don't get it. When it's third and one... Why are you lining up in a shotgun seven yards back? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? So, yeah. Okay. That Throw them off, Craig. It's mind games. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're right, for, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it, it clearly didn't work. Um, for me, the ugly was very simple. It was the freaking Raiders. You got oh, shut out. Man. Remember when, do you remember how much we heard from Cinch about Carr being an MVP candidate? And he was very clear. He's like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm <laughs> saying that if you put $2 on it and it does happen, you win like 60 uh, True. True. And he was not wrong, but what he was wrong was that the potential of Carr being an MVP candidate. I think McDaniels is like running this team into the ground. I agree. Again, because the Raiders made the playoffs last year. They look decent. And mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I, I completely agree. This is... This is bad coaching, and you know, yeah. Or and and that's the thing. A lot of people. I've I've heard a few people say, well, maybe, maybe Chucky was just right. Whatever the hell his name is, I just keep calling him Chucky. <laughs> Fired McCoacherson, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> the hell is his name? Why am I drawing a blank on him? Oh, what was his name? Um, now you made me forget Ooh, that guy. <laughs> Chucky doll guy. People were like, he was like, he was very down on Carr. Remember before he got himself fired because he likes to use words you shouldn't use in good conversation. But yeah, I, um, I, John I, I don't Gruden. think he was. Thank you. I don't think Gruden was right. I don't. But I, I just think that McDaniel's is that and bad. The one, the guy, what's his name? Uh, Rich uh, something. Eisen. No, 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 no. He's a Jets fan. Smith. Uh, Rich. I got to look up his name. Biscietta. I pronounced that wrong. B-I-S-A-C-C-I-A. The guy that was their coach last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 12 and 7. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And no, they got rid of him. Not 12 and 7. I looked at the wrong line. He no, was but, 7 and 5, but still. And they got rid of him. Then they got rid of him. And, yep. yeah. 
Yeah. So I, the, the freaking Raiders are, are pretty much dead to me. Remember so. Art Shell? Art. Very vividly, he worked for the Chiefs for a while. Did he? Yeah, he was a coordinator oh. for the Chiefs after he was with the Raiders. Just kind of an up yours to Al Davis. The Chiefs <laughs> hired him. Because oh, yeah. Al Davis was still alive, and they were like, oh, you're going to fire him? He's a really good coordinator. Hey, come on. He was an offensive coordinator, too. I think he was here during the Elvis Gerbach era. I could be wrong about that. Because yeah. he was there from, like, he was in there He was there in the early 90s and then got fired. Then he went back in, like, 2006. Which, why you would do that? I, I, I understand a head coaching and job he, is and extremely he went two, rare. he went 2-14. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did it on purpose because Al Davis used to be famous for not paying people he fired. Maybe. For firing coaches. Yeah, he fired coaches, and then he would be like, yeah, it was it was firing with cause, so I'm not going to honor your contract. That used to be like a famous Al Davis move. So, all right, we've got a few extra minutes today. Like, I'm looking at the clock. Where's the clock? No. There's the clock. Oh, yeah. We got, before we get to the, the metric, I stumbled on, while I was looking at DraftKings today, I stumbled across a DraftKings 4K Crown Royal Kickoff Prediction Challenge. That's a lot of words. It is. And it's presented by Crown Royal. Do you like Crown Royal? I don't. But if you do, drink Crown Royal. But drink responsibly. <laughs> you know who loves Crown Royal, right? Who? Sean. It's his really? favorite whiskey. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Crown and Diet Coke is a... If you really? produce a bottle, If you produce a bottle of Crown Royal in front of him, he starts itching like an addict. Hmm. Like, he can't. It, it's his thing. Crown is his right. thing. He, when Crown Maple came out like 20 years ago, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> I'm so excited. So anyway, but Crown Royal sponsors this pool on DraftKings, and it's all about kickoffs. And I figured, let's just do an entry. Why not? Right? Right. We got time to kill. So I'm going to ask you, and you're going to tell me, and I'm just going to put it in. So completely blind, Craig needs to answer these questions. And it's an either or in every case. Okay. Who gets the opening kickoff in the Colts-Patriots game? Uh, like which team? Which team will receive the opening <laughs> kickoff? Uh, the Colts. I agree. Doesn't matter what I agree. What about Raiders Jaguars? Kickoff, you mean? We'll receive the opening kickoff. Um, Jaguars. I would. Go, I'm gonna. I'm, again, I said I'm going with your choices. I would go Raiders because I think they're so desperate just to put points on the board. <laughs> they don't do any. If they win the coin, I'm like, we want the ball. <laughs> All right. Will Khalif Raymond field the opening kickoff in the Packers Lions game? Yes or no? Uh, Khalif Raymond has to field the opening kickoff. Even if it's a touchback? <laughs> Mm-mm. If he doesn't touch it, it's not considered fielded. Well, I mean, what if he's in the end zone and he's he kneels? Does that count? He's gonna let it. He's probably gonna let it bounce. Hmm. I would um, imagine that's a, a no. Um, it, it, let's say yes. Uh, I don't know. All right. Will the opening kickoff result in a touchback in the Panthers-Bengals game? Mm, no. Really? Going Those up. are Okay. How many road teams will receive the... You see why this is not easy? <laughs> this is basically flip a coin 12 times and guess the result each time. How many road teams will receive the opening kickoff in the 1 p.m. games? Over or under three and a half? Over. All right. See, that there's, there's no. that's why I have no problem putting this in the podcast. <laughs> if you're looking for skill on this, you're looking at the wrong place. There is no skill. Of, well, you know what? And the Indianapolis game, the Colts. No, 
That doesn't apply here. <laughs> what will be the outcome of the opening kickoff for the Vikings-Commanders game? Will it be a touchback, a kickoff return, or other outcome? Mm. Like, isn't every like, kickoff a touchback now? Um, Let's go return. All right. That's more like, I mean, what's an other outcome? A fumble? Fumble or out of bounds. Good point. Oh, my God. Watch that kickoff quite about. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to call you and be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Will there be a return of at least 30 yards on any opening kickoff in the 1 p.m. games? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Last one. Will an opening kickoff go out of bounds, resulting in a penalty <laughs> in the 1 p.m. games? Uh, man, that's so rare. Is it, though? It, well, well, I mean, com compared to, like, touchbacks, yeah. If we look at the 1 p.m. games, we clearly <laughs> should stop it. Uh, there is no. no logic to this. Let's go at no. This is entertainment purposes only. All right, submitted. You cannot enter this pool. What? Uh-oh, you broke it. You must be located in the U.S. or I am located in the U.S. Yeah, mine forgets where I am sometimes, too. How do I do a location check? I think I'll log in and out. Verification successful. Oh, don't make me do it all again. Are you kidding? Oh, you can set up private pools. We should set up a private pool with the... Uh... Oh, there it is. It's all there. All right, good. Saved all your answers. Boom. Done. All right. First place is 100 bucks. If we win 100 bucks, I'll buy you something nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, let's move on to the metrics. We are, that, that took way more time than I thought. All right, so last week was my first winning, clearly winning week of the year. I made a lot of progress back. I'm still not back to even, but I feel really good after last week. So I went back to the metric and I said, give me a name at quarterback. Who am I using this week? And the metric said, Justin Fields. And I said, okay, I'm just going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go use other programs. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't working out. The metric really likes Justin Fields. The reason the metric likes Justin Fields is because he's only 5,300. He's going to score around 18 to 19 points, which puts him in the 3X range. You know who I personally really like this week, and he'd pay up a little bit more for him, is Geno Smith. 5,800 at Arizona. Year. He's, having a, He's having a good year. The metric says 18 points. I think it's more like 20 to 22. And I think that puts him in the 3.3 range. So I'm going to try and use Geno Smith in a bunch of different areas. There really isn't a huge... There's not a bunch of super cheap people out there. Like Zach Wilson, David Mills, they're at 5,100. Why? I'm, just, just send me your money if you're going to use them. So I'm, I'm really going to have a lot of shares of Geno Smith. Who do you like this week at quarterback? Uh, why did this just close itself? Hold on. Stupid internet. I, I've offended the metric and it's decided to quit. <laughs> you did. Um, yeah, the metric I think, just gave notice. <laughs> you know, I think I would probably lean towards Geno Smith again because he's he's having a really good year, um, and he's playing Arizona and Arizona. There, you know, it's at the time of year for Arizona where they start to look clueless because it's November. Yeah, Call of Duty comes out. Call of Duty's out, so he's you know they're already on one since it's been out. I mean, if you want to go cheaper, but not by much, I mean, Mariota's playing the problem. Rams. I mean, maybe. Uh, you say 500 bucks. Yeah. 
And then, like, do you do you spend up for Patrick Mahomes? And not, and not the Rams. He's playing the Chargers. Oh, the it's Chargers. Yeah, but still, That's, when you that the freaking LAC versus LAR just yeah, throws people off it on does. the freaking yeah. Off. <laughs> I see LA. Oh, it's the Rams. No, no. And then do and, I pay up for Patrick Mahomes? No, not against Tennessee. Tennessee has got such a strong record against Kansas City last year, being the exception to the rule. I think Mahomes has a decent day, but he doesn't have a good enough day to justify a seventy-eight hundred price tag. That's fair. That that's where I'm at. I'm definitely spending under six thousand this week at quarterback. There's too many guys out there that are going to put up points. Again, if I spend fifty-five hundred, all I need is eighteen points. Now, do I want to do that? No, I really want twenty-plus points for my quarterback in any given week. But if I want to do that. Right now, I'm looking at three names, and they're Hurts, Allen, and Mahomes, and they're all expensive. The cheapest one is Patrick Mahomes at 7800 and I'm here telling you, that's too much money. It's too much. So, so yeah, you're going to try to go cheap at quarterback. If you like somebody cheap at quarterback, I say do it. I go over to running backs, and the metric goes, I got one name for you. And I'm like, who is it? It's Kenny Walker. And I went, <laughs> that rookie from Seattle? <laughs> but last week I used Kenny Walker and he only scored 12 points for me. And the metric was big on him then too. Kenny Walker, 6,200. So I am going to be cautious. I will use Kenny Walker in some situations, but not a ton, but there are two other names on here. I really love, I want to go mid range this week at court at running back. Travis ATN is only 6,300. He could easily get to 19 to 20 points against Vegas because they're going to run the ball down the Vegas's throat. Also, Miles Sanders is at Houston. Let me say that again. Miles Sanders is at Houston, and he's 6700 There is no reason this week for you to spend more than $7,000 at running back. Well, Alvin Kamara is too expensive. Austin Eckler, too expensive. You can get away with quality running backs this year, this week, under 7 k So I love Walker, I love Etienne, I love Sanders, and I'm going to use them in a bunch of pools. Who do you like? I do like Etienne uh, because of his price. And, you know, I kind of, I have been big on Stevenson this year. And he, right now he's still only 6,200. And he's been pretty consistent. He overall, has. And he's playing the Colts. And I thought the Colts defense was going to be much better than they are. Actually, I thought the Colts they're, were going to be they're much. They're not. I thought the Colts in general would be much better than they were. I thought that was their division. I agree. And it's I agree. I'm not. shocked <laughs> at how inconsistent they are. I'm shocked at it. They've already benched Matt Ryan. I, how many more how many more veteran quarterbacks who know their shit have to come through Frank Reich's system before we finally start to realize Frank Reich is not that good? <laughs> Do you know that I keep seeing rumors that they called Andrew Luck? <laughs> but I'm not I, sure, and the, I'm not sure if it was to play or if it was to be like to help them find a quarterback. <laughs> can we can we consider the possibility that Frank Reich as the coach played into his decision to retire? Uh, I mean, maybe he was or is pretty broken. So he and he was, and that's what he said. He said, "My body can't take it anymore." But again, Frank Reich now has gone through Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, and Philip Rivers in the last three years. They're older, but they're experienced. They can run complex offenses, and all three have failed in Frank Reich's system. Maybe it's time to start considering the system isn't as good as we think it is. That's true. That's just what I'm saying. 
All right, so you like ATN. Who else do you like that you said Stevenson? Anybody uh, else? Stevenson, he's because he's been consistent. And then if you want to, like, again, this is someone else that I just personally been a fan of this year is still Damian Pierce. Um, yeah. Houston doesn't Houston doesn't have a lot going on in their offense, but he he's a big part of what is going on in their offense. Mm-hmm. So my concern is they get so far behind that, that they can't afford to go to Pierce. That's the worry with Philly. And then if you want Philly. If you want to spend up a little bit more, um, DeAndre Swift, if he decides to not get hurt in this game, he's 6,400, and the Lions have no one else now. Yeah. It's they... Well, Amon Ross St. Brown, but he who knows what his status is. Exactly, and they traded Hawkinson away. So, so yep. yeah. <laughs> Poor TJ Hawkinson. Good Only for him. To catch the ball. Where, <laughs> where did they send him again? There's been so many trades, I'm losing track. Uh, he went to the, the uh... Vikings, right? Did he go to the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Is he going to play this week? Because he would be... I don't think he can. Oh, no. He's in the metric. No, I mean, I'll I don't think he can play when we get there. No, I mean... Well, if, he, if he's in... If, he, if, he, if the metric rated him, then there's some experts out there giving him points. So, all right, so we'll have to look at that. You, and do you, you think... Actually, reach... really, really quick, though, do you think it's Please. weird that they trade it within the division? Mm-hmm. That is odd. You trade inside the division, there's, it means two things. You're either desperate or the guy you're giving up you feel has no value. There's no way they thought Hawkinson had no value. Hmm. There is no way. So this is a desperation move. The Lions are trying to put themselves to be relevant next year. Hopefully. <laughs> that's my thought. That's, that's my take on it. I'm just going to put one dark horse out there. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm going to use this guy in like one pool. One. But Daryl Henderson's only 5,100. Mm. And the Rams need to get on track. And they're at Tampa. Chris uh, Tom Brady has yelled at everybody on that squad to no avail. <laughs> I, 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 so, yeah, Daryl Henderson is a dark horse candidate. He could, at 5,100, he needs to get to 15 points, but it's possible. It is possible. Wide receiver. I said to the metric, okay, give me a stud. And then what? You know who you want? You want Philip Dorsett. And I went, uh, get out. You, you, you don't you you submitted your notice. You don't need to work out your two weeks. That's fine. Turn in your keys. Um, the metric went with a lot of value this week, and I disagree with it. If I'm saving it running back and quarterback, I'm probably paying up here. Guys, I'm targeting that are kind of in that value slash production range. Chris Godwin at 6,200. He could get the 3x if in the right situation. I like Terry McLaurin this week because Minnesota seems like to give up passes. He's only 5,900. If I'm going chalk, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins was amazing last week in his return, but he's 7,900. He's going to cost you. Jalen Waddell, 16 points, 7,400. It's not 3X, but nobody is. I, I So Godwin, Hopkins, Waddle. if I'm able to spend up, that's where I'm looking. If I'm trying to save money... I, if I'm trying to save money, God help me here. This is this is wide receiver for me this week is the is the place to pay up. I'm just gonna say it. It's the place to pay up. Last week I comboed Tua with Terry Kill and I cashed. I'm probably gonna try and combo with my quarterback this week, which means I'm probably looking at Tyler Lockett at 6100. But who knows? Craig, who, help me out. Who do you like at wide receiver this week? Give me some names that make me feel better. Uh, so this week I do like Terry McLaurin. 
He's only 5,900. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he could have a good game against Minnesota. Do I think Washington's going to win? No, but no, I do think he could, he can have a good game against them. Um, the other person I'm looking at, where did I let's go is all right. I know I just yelled at them like 15 minutes ago. Okay. But, but <laughs> Carolina is very bad against slot receivers. So if you want to take oh, no. the chance on it, Tyler Boyd, 6,300, Tyler Boyd is 6,300. He could, if their offensive line decides to show up, could have a very good game against Carolina if you want to take that risk. But then again, yeah, the other, if I want to go, like, you know, pay up, I am going to look at probably Hopkins or Waddle, uh, like you mentioned. I'm personally going to stay away from Stefan Diggs because after watching the after watching the Jets this year, Sauce Gardner is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. And whoever they put on him, I don't think is going to have a very good day. So... Prob- so let's ask the let's yeah. ask the question then. Does that mean Gabe Davis is a buy at sixty nine hundred? Uh, out of those two, I would probably lean towards towards Davis. I don't know what to make of the Jets. I I I think the Buffalo defense is going to look really appealing, and I haven't even gotten there yet. So I I don't know wide receiver. I, I think you trust your gut. I think this is a week to go more chalk though, personally. But I I hear what Craig is saying. Stephon Diggs. I have him at eighteen points, which puts him as number two among all wide receivers. I might fade that. Um, you know, it's Buffalo is really hit or miss. I mean. Buffalo could come out with a scheme that focuses on Gabe Davis the first two drives and then never throws to him again in an effort to get Stefan Diggs open. That's true too. I'm just I'm just saying it's 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 not that we saw this last week with Miami. Jalen Waddle caught the first touchdown, and then Tyreek Hill got the second, and then Jalen Waddle got the third because they were just like, we need to spread this out so that we don't double team Hill. And even when they double teamed Hill, he was still catching the ball. I was just kind of like that was, I tell you right now, there's very rarely, there's there's fewer feelings where you're just like, oh, more than when you watch a guy that you're like, this guy's going to suck, just <laughs> dominate. And again, it's week eight last week. He hasn't, he hasn't missed a step. Tyreek Hill showed us he doesn't need the Chiefs. The Chiefs need Tyreek. The end. Moving on. Tight ends. Tight ends. Okay, so the, the metric loves a couple of guys. It loves Noah Fant. It loves Evan, Evan Ingram. I used Noah Fant last week and he got me like six points. It's at Arizona, but he's only 2,900. Again, guys, if you're looking, if you're going to go chalk at wide receiver, you got to save money somewhere. This is a great place to save money. You want to go a little more expensive? Dawson Knox is starting to warm up. He's 3,500. He had a really decent week. I think he was plus 12 last week. He could start to start, start to show some, some signs of life. I'm probably using Dawson Knox where I can afford him and Noah Fant where I can't. Craig, what do you like at tight end? Uh, tight end this week, I'm probably going to go, if I can work out the, the funding, I'm uh, probably going to go with Evan Ingram. Uh, he's finally showing... 3, he's 3,300. He's finally showing that he, you know, was worth a first-round draft pick. That was it four years ago, five mm-hmm. years ago. Um, but never really worked out in New York for him. So, mm-hmm. and then also, and again, also I'm looking at, well, this is the most I would spend is probably 3,800 for Robert Tanyan because the Packers have no one else. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Ingram at 33. I'll take Fant at 29. I'll take Knox at 35. 
you know. And again, for folks who aren't familiar with it, we're not talking about Travis Kelsey. He's too expensive. We're talking about value. Travis Kelsey is $7,800. If I use Evan Ingram, that's $4,500 I can use on wideouts. <laughs> or a flex. <laughs> you have to balance your budget. Sorry, excuse me. All right. I think that beer is starting to hit me a little bit. It's giving me a little gassy. So let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Wrap it up. Okay. Anyway, defenses. <laughs> defenses. That's not a gar gar gar. Okay, I'm not that bad. I'm just saying. Defense this week. The metric is like pay up at defense because the matchups are just so defensive heavy. The Eagles are playing at Houston. Houston's not going to do much. Buffalo is playing in New and then at the Jets. The Jets aren't going. The Jets looked woeful. Last oh, week on offense. Their offense looks terrible. Their mostly offense be- looks like it. Mostly because of Zach. Mostly because of Zach. It's a Pro Bowl offense. And by Pro Bowl, I mean, not mean, don't mean they're going to the Pro Bowl. I mean, they've had one practice together. Because that's what happens at the Pro Bowl. You get there on a Thursday, you practice on Friday, you do media on Saturday, you play 15 minutes on Sunday, you go home. <laughs> and you get a free trip to wherever they're having the Pro Bowl that year. Miami, Hawaii, wherever. But they're a Pro Bowl offense in that they've only had one. They look like they've had one practice to figure out what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, so I'm, I, I like them. I think the one I'm going to use, though, is Minnesota. Minnesota's only 3,500. They're at Washington. Minnesota is going to be one of So I, I, I'm big into round robin picks now when I do um, when I do DraftKings. I do a lot of win lines with, with, um, with, with round robins. And Minnesota's absolutely going to be one of my money line picks this week when I sit down to do it. So, I, yeah, I like the Vikings. Defense, what do you think? Uh, same. The Vikings are are one of the defenses I'm targeting this week. And then maybe if I want to spend slightly less, maybe the Jaguars versus uh, the Raiders. Yeah. The Jaguars are 3,100, and the Jaguars defense is actually pretty decent. So, So my approach this week is big savings at QB and tight end which allows me to save a little bit at running back, which allows me to spend up at wide receiver. That's my attack this week. Is that pretty much where you're looking at? What are you thinking this week? Where are you spending up and where are you spending down? Spending up is probably going to be receiver. And maybe what I might try to save some to, to put something extra expensive in flex. And I am not spending up at quarterback. Like, if I can spend down at quarterback, running back, tight end, I can probably spend up at wide receiver and flex. That's the way I'm looking at it. So the way I'm looking at the clock, it is time for us to wrap up. Craig, let's go on the final thoughts. What's your final thought this week? Uh, my final thought is, my God, it's already the middle of the season. It's November. Thank God. I'm exhausted. What is happening? Uh, yeah, again, if you're in season long, you definitely, definitely need to start. You know, I'm saying you have to like make, make crazy trades, but definitely work mm-hmm. the waiver wire. I know I mentioned that last time, but. Championships are won with pickups normally. So <laughs> win on the waiver wire, baby. That's it. Spend your fake Absolutely spend true. your fake money. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't get a refund for unused fab budget, let you me tell do you. Not. <laughs> I asked Yahoo to send me like eighty five dollars one year when I didn't use my whole fab budget, and they were like, Who are you? <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go outside the realm of football. If you are in the United States, next week is election day. It is a big deal here for us. <clears throat> if you've listened to me enough or you've been on my live stream, you know I'm a little bit of a screaming liberal. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you need to vote for blue or red or any of that bullshit, but I'm going to tell you you need to vote 
next week is our election day. If you are in the States, get your ass off the couch and go to a polling station and vote. It matters and it's important. We talk about football here because we love it and we enjoy it. But there are some things that are just a little more important and voting is a huge one. So get off your ass and vote. If you're not in America, get yourself some popcorn, pop yourself open a beer and watch the madness unfold because elections in this country are usually a form of entertainment. <laughs> so, um, but you know what is, you know what else is important in addition to voting is leaving us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found this on, a review helps us greatly. Please leave us a review and give us some feedback. We always look forward to hearing from our fans. Along those lines, if you'd like to reach out to us directly, there's a couple ways to do so. You can reach out to us through email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We are also fignutsdfs on Twitch. I'm sorry, Twitch, not Twitter. But who knows how long Twitter is actually going to exist anymore. I don't even know. But if you don't want to do either Twitter or email, you can also reach out to us through Facebook. We are the Fignuts Football Podcast on Facebook. I need to take a deep breath after all of that and clear the old throat. Um, and then we will be back next week. Next week is week 10. Oh, my God, this season's dragging on. <laughs> I used to I used to like be like, how can the season possibly be almost over? And now I've reached the point where I'm like, we got to do this again next week. <laughs> I'm old and tired, Craig. I'm an old man. Need more vitamin C. You need. I need more vitamin C. Actually, you know what? You're right. I am out of my sugar-free vitamin C drops, and I have been since I got back from my trip. See? I really should go get some. See that? I, I really like the whole sugar-free vitamin C drops. So you're, you've got a point there. So I will do that tomorrow, and I will next week. I'll be back with vitamin C. So um, thank you all for listening. Please leave us a review. Please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And hi, Deb, from the Football Fig Nuts Podcast.